This is the Cindy Gross Show. Talk Radio's premier Jewish woman activist. Now, here's your host, Cindy Gross. With insights and analysis of today's rapidly shifting world, welcome to the Jewish Patriot Show with Talk Radio's premier Jewish activist, Cindy Gross. Featuring exclusive interviews with today's top newsmakers and trendsetters. And now, your Jewish Patriot, Cindy Gross. Welcome to the Jewish Patriot. I am your host, Cindy Gross, today's premier Jewish woman activist. And as you know by now, my Yiddish name is Zisel Pearl, Sweet Pearl. And join me in my opening pearls of wisdom. It's going to be brief, very brief, because my opening pearls of wisdom for this month is to celebrate family, food, fun, festivities, whatever it has to be, whether you're celebrating Hanukkah like me, or Christmas, or Kwanzaa, or you're not celebrating anything, or you're having a birthday, you're celebrating New Year's, whatever it is, take this month to appreciate your health, your wealth of knowledge. If you have money, that's great, but be happy. There are ways to do it, and we are showing you so many ways this month. So my advice, my pearls of wisdom is to take some notes, listen, and have a great time with the show. Welcome back. For this holiday celebration, I am bringing you the best in entertainment, sold-out audiences across the country. He is a songwriter and a producer, and he has such a unique background that all of us will appreciate because he really understands the uh, spirit of the holiday season and sharing with everyone. Tali, yes, thanks for joining the Jewish Patriot, and I am so thrilled to have you because your background is fascinating, your music is fascinating, and your message for this time of year is really on target. Well, thank you. Thank you, Cindy, for having me. It's a big honor to be on your show. So tell us a little bit. You do have a sold-out concert, and I, you know what? We keep talking about uh, the holidays, but music is a big part of the holidays in any religion. I mean, we have our songs for Hanukkah and, and Christmas songs. And of course, the most Christmas songs, the best well-known ones were written by Jews. So yes, uh, <laughs> how ironic. <laughs> so uh, while we always talk about 
one of our reasons for survival is how well we assimilate. We assimilate so well, we write their songs. But tell us a little bit about your music and how you are touring the country singing seasonal songs. Hi. So my my music is kind of uh, a, a nice little niche in the in the Jewish music uh, space, I would say, because you know there's a lot of uh, Jewish music out there that's, that's written in Hebrew and Yiddish and and whatnot. And I'm kind of filling in a little void where my um, my father left in the business, where there was a lot of uh, there's a big need for American sounding. English language Jewish music and that just basically means that the content and the message is aligned with Jewish values and then it's sung in English and in a style that's modern and and appreciated by people on this side of the pond so um, he left us about 12 years ago and there's you know there, there used to be Chabad houses all across the world and NCSY that bring him out and do things and I've been sharing a lot of his music as well as my own original things he he advised me that you know in my generation they're going to have their own needs and their own challenges and only you can fulfill that with your message. So, you know, definitely if you want to cover my stuff, that's great, but I want you also to be a first rate version of yourself and put out your own music and, and do that. And he encouraged me to do that. And that's what I've been doing. Um, I sing to many different audiences uh, around the United States. Uh, oftentimes I'll go out to do a Hanukkah event. There'll be 600 people outside for a public menorah lighting and half of them are Jewish and the other half are just people curious saying oh cool what's this all about so Hanukkah has a very universal message to the world and it's really about spreading light and uh and you know light oftentimes is a word that's thrown around spiritually and mystically and really what does that mean and light is really saying you know the knowledge of of God and 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 what he wants of us uh not just as as Jews but as as a as a species, you know, the, 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 not, the, 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 the secular world, as we call it, you know, the, 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 the non-Jewish world oftentimes feels this, uh, this kind of like wall between Jews and non-Jews and, and, and it's not a us versus them, uh, type of, uh, dynamic really, uh, God had a plan for all of us, uh, on this planet. And we all have a very important role to play in this drama. And, uh, Jews are, 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 are actively involved in uh, trying to spread the message of what God wants. And, you know, when, when, when our Christian brothers and sisters and everyone else um, helps to distribute that message, like the seven laws of Noah and certain things that are required of all of us, not just Jews, then, then we create this harmony in the world. And there was always a set of rules that he put out for us. So my music kind of um, relays that message in, in many different ways in many different forms. And it also deals with, real life issues like uh for example i lost my mother about four years ago almost five years ago and i i wrote a whole album dedicated just to her which kind of documented what it's like to go through grief and to lose a loved one and i never thought that anybody would need to hear it other than maybe a couple of friends of mine but then a year later COVID hit and everybody i know and their uncle lost somebody so wow um, it just and it, it, of- you didn't even eat COVID. everybody could experience a loss i mean people right. yeah. people even like celebrity losses there have been so many of them but yeah. you hit on so many uh great um points here i want to just say because we do have such a large non-jewish audience mm-hmm. that people don't understand hanukkah is a celebration it's not it's probably one of the few um 
what you call holidays, but we don't really have Jewish laws tied to Hanukkah. It's all about festivities and family. And if you ask Jews around the world, whether they are the most reformed or the more orthodox, what they celebrate, which holiday it is, it is Hanukkah because it is considered the fun, the food, the candles, the parties every night. And it's one that everybody relates. And it's also one that they incorporate into other parties, business parties, family parties, anniversaries. I mean, Shabbos uh, Hanukkah is a big celebration. I mean, I love to make a luncheon that day because I feel it's such a special uh, Hanukkah and um, a special Shabbos as well. You have quite a unique background that our audience could relate to. And uh, I love if you have a couple of minutes to share it with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, on that vein where you're saying Hanukkah also brings in all that holiday cheer that everybody can appreciate, you know, but my my background is uh, interesting because I grew up in in a family where my father uh, originally was a, a secular Jew, didn't really do much of anything religiously as far as I know and was a was a hippie in the 60s in in Hollywood my mom was actually born a Methodist and was very actively involved in her church and was a good Christian and and uh you know was was studying and 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 eventually she found her way to Judaism on her own when she was around in college and uh, uh so I grew up with you know, one side of the family that were Jewish and one side of the family that were good Christians. And I had, I never had uh, uh, felt that, you know, that we were like the unwanted children, you know. And in fact, my, my Aunt Kim, who was my mom's sister, was the one that gave me the best advice ever on, on being Jewish. And I remember one time it was Shabbat and, and the Sabbath, we're not allowed to turn on lights and things like that. So I, one time she was, she was with us or we were visiting them. And I asked her, I'm like, I'm so sorry to bug you. Can you, I can't turn on the light on the Sabbath. She's like, don't you ever apologize for being who you are. This is America. You know, we, if you're a Jew, you don't need to apologize to anybody. If you're a Christian, you don't need to apologize to anybody. You serve God your way. I serve God my way. And, and, and that's okay. And, and, and there's, there's no need for you to ever feel ashamed of, uh, or, or sorry for, for having the religion that you have around anybody. So like my, my best advice on being a Jew came from my sweet Goisha Aunt Kim, who I love, who was just on the phone yesterday again. And I have um, to tell you, so many of my followers uh, know that I don't use the phone on Shabbos. Well, and I shut down and I read and I, I'm always, you know, thank God I have friends I could celebrate the Sabbath with and I go to temple. And they all said to me, you're so lucky you get to do this. I said, you know what? You don't have to be Jewish to shut off your computer 24 hours. You don't have to be Jewish to take a break from work. It's actually quite healthy for your brain. And it actually stimulates growth the other days you're working. That's why we have it. And you could take advantage. And they say to me, you know, you're right. And I think, and some of them have tried it and at least for a couple of hours, you know, they do it Sunday, maybe, or what they take that advantage and they realize it's really a very uh, healthy thing to do. Oh yeah. There's a local rabbi in, in, in Muncie called Rabbi Klatsko, who's very popular. He has a whole app called Shabbat.com and he has these big, big, he hosts these big, uh, you know, Sabbath meals and Shabbos meals at his house. And he always says that he puts it in a nice way. We disconnect in order to connect. That's a great all line. Long, all week long, we're 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 technologically tethered to like phones and computers and laptops and TVs and everything. And there's no more of that organic 
connection with that human element of connection. Like I, I, I get upset when people say, text me, don't call me. I'm, I'm, excuse me, but we're human beings. You know, we're, we're not, we don't communicate only on devices. Correct. If, if it's my first time talking to you and I, I can't talk to you on a phone and you want to do business with me or you want to do this, like, how do I know I can even trust you? I don't get that vibe Correct. from the text. I get gut instincts from actually inter interacting with people. And, and it's a blessing to have that at least one day a week where, you know, either you go to synagogue or, or what have you, you go to your friend's house for the, for the weekend and, and you get to, and you get to actually speak to people and just put the phone down and get your face out of the Facebook and, and Instagram and TikTok and all these things. And, and you can That's actually right. just have fun, play a board game, you know, read a book, uh, speak to people. <laughs> it, it's uh, and, and you know, and you could say happy holidays if you if you see somebody who's not Jewish and you don't yeah. want to say and vice versa. We are running out of time. We are sharing some of your music okay. on the show, and we want to find out um, how our audience can reach out to you. You are so inspiring, not just as a songwriter, but um, and a singer but as an entertainer who actually has a purpose in their entertaining, which we don't find so much these days. Thank you. Well, I have, uh, I'm on all social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. You can look up uh, facebook.com slash Taliesse, that's T-A-L-I-Y-E-S-S. -S. Um, I also have my website, Taliesse.com, G-A-L-I-Y-E-S-S.com. The second S is silent. And then you just go down and scroll my, uh, my social media is there. My information, my contact info is available there as well. Um, and yeah, definitely follow me, follow me on YouTube and, uh, we'll, we'll keep rolling out some, some new materials for not just Jewish people for the whole world. There's a recent song that I, I put out called world of good, which was one that my dad wrote my dad, a blessed memory. And I, I put it out about a year ago because I think this is a world, this is a world that really needed a song with a, a universal message that every religion and whether you're religious or atheist or not you can you can you can appreciate it so check it out it's on youtube called world of good um and i think uh that's a great way to close this segment and i we, you will be back because i am attending some of your concerts and we're gonna have some live feeds from them and have the audience meet you with me together thank Tally, you yes thank you so much for joining the jewess patriot thank you for having me i appreciate it have a happy holiday the Jewess Patriot. I am your host, Cindy Gross. And continuing the theme of holiday celebrations, joining us now is Beth Uden, who runs Premier Skirting, and she is the premier party planner, and she rents 
tablecloths, all kinds of accessories for your table. And she works with many florists and chefs. And she has all the latest tips that you will need for your holiday entertaining. Thank you so much for joining the Jewess Patriot. Thank you for having me, Cindy. So you're standing there right next to a beautiful table, simple and elegant, yet it it speaks holiday. Tell us a little bit about what you see are the top two major trends this holiday season. Okay, well, one of the biggest trends is a lush velvet tablecloth. It's warm, it's wintry, it's calm. And it adds a sense of ambience to the table. So if you start with a simple velvet tablecloth, the rest really is easy. And here we want... have... I'm sorry, go here ahead. We... Here we have a, um... it's always nice to use charges for the holiday season because it gives it a sense of more exciting, elegant, fun holiday and we have different charges. Here's a glass one that's in a flower shape, which is exquisite. And I love that. And it's also very simple, but yet elegant. And it can be used all year round. Correct. And here's one that's very inexpensive, but does the job and looks very elegant and pretty as well. And you could dress it up. Actually, we dressed it up with a pattern plate and a beautiful royal lemay napkin to give it a sense of pop and fun and holiday for the kids and we matched it with a blue glass um you could also use whatever you have in the glass in the house a uh clear wine glass and the kiddush cup for any jewish person that would like to say kiddush on the holiday um on this side we have the simple um regular crystal glasses and a flute for champagne if anyone wants to have a little more fun and pop a bottle. So that's basically the Hanukkah holiday. Of course, around the home, you have your menorah. You You can do some fun things like put rocks in a bowl just as decorative. I love that idea. And it really... Brings a sense of sparkle to the table that's like very easy and inexpensive. It's, and it's something anybody could do anywhere. Right. If you have these in your home, you could throw it around your house. Love is all you need. And it's all about family and friends. So it's good to just put these around as more decor. And over here we have for the dining room table, if you'd like to set three candelabras across your long dining room table it really sets a beautiful table for your guests so i'm noticing a big trend with silver and gold and of course every celebration season we see that and what's great is it's popular for hanukkah and it's popular for christmas and new years right so the silver and gold silverware that's displayed is is a no-brainer. And you, you could get it and there and you could use it for both holidays and for any holiday throughout the year. And it really looks lovely. So 
Premier Skirting works with clients anywhere from a simple home party of a dozen, two dozen people to glamorous weddings, bar mitzvahs, business parties that run into hundreds of people. What are the trends you are seeing this year? I mean, it is a tough economy out there. Uh, people are uh, rethinking how they entertain and how they go out. So what are the trends you are seeing and hearing from your customers? Well, there's there's two things. Um, first, one of the biggest colors is actually green. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Princess Kate wore a green dress recently. Actually, she's shown in the news today. So people are... Uh, coming back to the color green for all kinds of events. And the second thing is um, people are making smaller gatherings to uh, cut costs, but still have a lovely party and focus on the core group of the family and friends rather than inviting uh, hundreds of people. What do you see in food trends that affects your party planning? Uh, food is really up to the client. You know, everyone has their own uh, ways with food. So the client really sets the tone whether they want to do um, a fish meal or um, a full-out barbecue or roast. Or... And how does that affect your decor? Um, really, the decor doesn't change with the food. The only thing that, that is fun is like little dishes for cocktails. So a great idea is if you want to do a cocktail party, investing in some little plates really makes the uh, hors d'oeuvres look much more tastier and delicious. I actually love that idea. And I even do it in my house when I have people because I don't really want people you know, double dipping and fingering and, and individual little platters. It's great portion control, especially people want to watch themselves at the holidays. You could also make beautiful displays um, and uh, health reasons. I think it's a really good idea. What is your suggestion? I, As you're walking around and you really have a beautiful studio set up with different size, different shapes, what do you recommend for people when they come to you in regards to tables, uh, decor, chairs, just look how many different chairs you have just of like Lucite? So my suggestion, first of all, regarding the tables is to try to alternate different sizes and heights of tables. So here we have what is called a high boy table which is great for standing and having a glass of champagne or just gathering with your hors d'oeuvres. And these have become very popular and it's a very simple table to get. You could rent it. I rent them um, all the time. You could use them with chairs or no chairs, which is easy. And um, you don't even need much decor on, decor on them. Just three can uh, votive candles. Over here, we put a dreidel just because it's the Hanukkah season. And um, it's just a, a really um, in-cheek vogue way to have in your home or at your event. For the first time recently, I've been seeing in home parties, people using this uh, table. And people really like it because there is more room to walk around. And it also is like you could congregate and have an intimate conversation with one or two people. 
Absolutely. I love you have the table. I love one thing that Beth taught me that I want to share with my audience is that everything that she's showing is so interchangeable. You could use it for the holidays, whether or not it's religious or a birthday or an anniversary. You have the table you before we started airing taping the uh, blue flowers and bring those blue flowers over to the high table and show how great things look with a little creativity you can be very versatile and use things in so many different ways. So, of course, a higher centerpiece is more dramatic, but just as elegant and lovely for your uh, home or your event. And it's just a great look. It really is. And you know what else is nice that I'm noticing also that you also pointed out to me? There's like simplistic vases that are being used. Look how you just use that. That's a very big trend I see in um, vases and uh, basically uh, tableware. That kind of look, the modernized look. Yes. um, Right now, modern is very in. So um, especially with the young folks, they want everything modern. And um, actually with these vases, you only need one flower So it's very cost-effective to just use a narrow vase versus um, a bigger vase that needs to be filled with multiple flowers. Tell the audience a little bit about you and how you became a party planner and how you started your business. Uh, We love to support small business owners. We love to support around the country uh, women-owned businesses. And this is really, besides your business, it's really a labor of love and something you enjoy doing. So share a little bit about your background with us. Um, Well, um, my husband and myself, we actually bought a sewing factory in 2001. So I've been doing this for 21 years. And my first job was to learn about tablecloths and how to make a table, how to cut a tablecloth about the different fabrics. As you see, we have a velvet. This is called an eyelash. It comes in many colors, red. Then there's a satin fabric here lined with a poly fabric. So just on this table alone, there's four different fabrics all coordinated together to make one festive look. That is really beautiful. And I love the dramatic, like you said, the different fabrics. It's a very popular trend in fashion also. So it's nice that we can relate our fashion trends to our decor as well. Well, many of the tablecloths are made from dress fabrics. So such as the sequins, they use these for uh, dresses and you'll find them in the department stores. So... It's the same fabric. It's just used to dress the table rather than the ladies or the gentlemen, however you want to do it. So we were talking about how versatile uh, your materials are and how people come back to you. And they'll sometimes use the same materials but ask you to change them for holidays. And you pointed out a Chinese tea set. And you wanted to tell us a little bit about that, how you plan ahead as you plan your current party. Yes, well, um, actually, you mentioned red and gold. Besides Christmas, it's also the color of the Chinese, the Chinese New Year, which is January 23rd this year. And you could purchase one of these tea sets 
and use them either in your Christmas or Hanukkah holiday decor just to have a little fun for dessert. Or you could celebrate the New Year's with the traditional Chinese families. Now, you're located on Long Island, but you work throughout the tri-state area. You work with many caterers and florists. Where can our audience reach out to you? Um, so the best thing is to send me an email, um, pslinen1 at gmail.com. Um, and you're on social media. Yes. Um, Premier Skirting is on Instagram. Premier Skirting is also, I have a page on Facebook. And a lot of people follow my personal page on Facebook, Beth Adelson Newton. Beth, uh, I know the hostess with the mostest. I've been to many parties that you have been a part of in the planning. And working with somebody is really key to having a good party. The little tips that people think, oh, they could just get. It's not the same as working with someone. And working with you is a real pleasure. Happy holidays to you and your family. And thank you so much for sharing your tips with the Jewess Patriot. Thank you for having me, Cindy, and have a wonderful holiday. And to all of your fans, a great holiday season. Thank you so much. Welcome back. And as you know, in this holiday season, we are focusing on food and fun. And of course, the number one request I get all the time is about wines and liquors. So I am so happy to bring my friend, Yehoshua Worth, who is a leader in that industry and owns so many businesses and has created so many events uh, surrounding wine, liquor, mixed drinks. Uh, this is a season for celebration. So we're so happy to have you here with the Jewess Patriot. Well, Baruch Shem, or thank God, whichever um, language we're speaking with today. Uh, my name is Yoshua Worth. I'll give a, you know, a, a truncated background, we'll call it. I was a, uh, a disc jockey for about, uh, you know, 13 years across North America, played about 1,100 shows wrote for about five different magazines, and then decided to, somewhere in the middle there, engage becoming a, an observant uh, Jew that follows certain you know, rules that we believe God sent us down. And, and that ended me up doing a lot of work in the, the kosher world. I worked for about eight different what's called ashkachas or kosher agencies. That was in farms and chemical plants and all kinds of things that deal with making sure food's kosher, which means fit. And then I came to Muncie, and which is where I live now in Pomona, which is near Muncie, New York. And I was managing a car dealership just as something segue between moving off the farm to give my wife some stability and happiness. And I took over to a wine store, which my uncle owned a wine store growing up, so I was really into it. I got to taste tons of things across North America when I was doing all the music. And I've been running a wine store here in, Mun in Muncie called The Grapevine for about 11 years. 
and I own a small distribution company. We uh, bring in uh, Stuka Hill Spirits in Cali from California. They have Estrog and Asamim and some spicy whiskeys. And then we do uh, a couple of three wineries from Israel. And we'll get into, we can go in deep in that, but one's called Karma. One is called uh, Gat Shamron and one is called Amos. And those are from different areas around Israel. And then we market stuff too. We have Israel Wine Agency and we, we market and promote wineries. And then I also do videos that are about, I don't know, seven or 750 videos in YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. So then I don't have to ask my last question because I usually have people talk about themselves less. But why we are talking now, and you hit on something in your introduction I really want to focus in on. Uh, Liquors and spirits, we all know great wines. We know that around the world, kosher wines are winning all kinds of awards. But you brought up things like esrog. Esrogs are like lemons and citrusy. And you brought up besamin, which is so seasonal for now with eggnogs and everything, because besamins are cloves and star anise and all those blends together that every house has, whether or not it's through a candle or in their recipes. Tell us about some great kosher whiskeys, you said, or kayaks that have these smells and these um, ingredients sure. in them that are so seasonal. Absolutely. So there's a lot of eclectic stuff, actually. There's um, a company, and you know, I'll just kind of walk down that, that one has Shiloh. Um, there is uh, a couple liqueurs now. There's a persimmon and an aronia and a oh, wow. uh, what's that Indian spice that uh, the saffron. The, and there's kosher liqueurs that actually have those ingredients now. There's a ginger liqueur, uh, um, and I'm just gonna kind of walk down, show you a bottle while we're talking, and Stop. people can look out and base you- their turkeys. And well, you know what? The- you talk about ginger. I make uh, a martini with ginger and I use uh, the candy gingers. And I, my non-kosher friends and my kosher friends both love it. And because they have the candy gingers so easily available, it makes a beautiful presentation. So I'm going to walk back to where I was. But there is a, a plethora of options to bring all kinds of interesting taste to people's tables right now and the limitations if someone's strict in their kosher observance or just looking for something a little more health conscious that happens to be kosher the limitations are not what they used to be they're just it, it the marketplace has opened up people have allowed themselves to go beyond um you know in the kosher world people think oh it's manashebet or 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 they think of you know a, a very simple whiskey that someone licensed from Kentucky. And then you get to stuff like this. And this is called Aronia. And it's like herbs and fruit peels. And it's just amazing. Oh my God, that's going to be on my table next Shabbos. It's not even lasting for Hanukkah. That is so up my alley. Thornton, Illinois. I mean, like, where's Thornton, Illinois? God bless them. And then... And then Koval, this, this, uh, the Bernacker family out of Chicago, does these, this is ginger liqueur, all organic, all wow. hand-pressed, and, and, and it, it literally feels like you just 
made an Asian dish. You know, you, you can accent so many things with it. And then you brought up brandy. You know, brandy is grape distillate where they crush it, they make a wine and they distill it just like a whiskey or a rum or tequila. And all cognac is brandy because it's made the same way, but it's from a specific sub-region in France called cognac. And there is really good, this is not expensive, this is called La Tre, and this is from Cognac France. And this is like 30 bucks. You know, it's the same price as non-kosher, which means there's no difference of quality and price and availability now. And you talk about that because so many of our followers love these wines, whether or not they are kosher or not, whether or not they're in New York or, you know, in the middle of the the country in Iowa or South North Dakota. They've learned to enjoy quality and they enjoy the fact that they are in the various price ranges and they could have them whether or not it's a special event or it's in a recipe that they're making. That's the joy and the convenience of buying these gifts. This, these are great hostess gifts. These are perfect uh, last minute because, like you said, you're available all over the place. You could you could ship anywhere across the country, and you have contacts with all the major liquor stores around the country, which is also beautiful. There's certain like. When an item's not available here, I call up one of my buddies in Florida to give it to people in Miami in the out, outlying areas. There's a, a store in California that I'm friendly with. We can just, you know, if we don't have it here, you know, you help find things for people. You, you be genuine. You know, I've been in customer service since I'm 15 years old, but working at a skateboard shop. And, you know, whether it's putting a wheel on a skateboard or whether it's just finding what someone loves, people will always come back and, 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 show support and friendship if you help people in ways that they don't expect. I mean, you talk about all kinds of different subjects and people are probably really intrigued more than just a person monotone in one topic. Well, thank you very much. I want to close with one last uh, type of uh, wine, actually, or champagne, because so many people are now planning New Year's Eve and so many people are entertaining at home. That is such a big trend. In fact, on this yep. show, we are talking a lot about home entertaining and not just for Hanukkah and Christmas, but also New Year's and for winter parties. What is a great champagne you could recommend? Okay. So for champagne means it's from the subregion of champagne in France. It doesn't just mean bubbly. And certainly it does not mean sweet. You're like, oh, can I get a champagne? Well, you have to explain it a little further. You want sweet? Do you want dry? Or do you just want to pop top for something cute? So for champagne right now, the traditional one, about 60 bucks-ish, is called Drapier, Côte d'Or. And that is a phenomenal three-grape champagne dry from that region. For someone that doesn't want to do 60 bucks, the Gilgal from Israel is around 35, 40. Really excellent. There And then there is, um, if you want something and, and you're out in California, you don't want to spend a lot of money also, around 20 bucks, Herzog's got a really good bubbly that's not called champagne, but it is a brute dry bubbly. It is. And good. I highly recommend you mix it in 
with the estrog liqueur from Stuka Hill. Oh, wow. So this is going to be my New Year's Eve cocktail of choice? That'd be fun. And you're getting actually, you over some estrog, actually. Well, I, you know what? I want to just tell everybody that if you can't find anything that we're discussing, because we're really discussing things that we've never discussed on the show with all the liquor people we've had on and the wine distributors, we, this is probably the most unique conversation of different flavored liqueurs. So anybody that has a question, of course, reach out to the Jewess Patriot Show and I will get it to Yoshua. And somehow, some way, we will make sure that you can get these wines, these liquors, these champagnes. The list is endless of what Yoshua has. Tell us one more time, where can people reach out to you? Okay. So I'm... I use my generic name, Yehoshua Worth, Y-E-H-O-S-H-U-A-W-E-R-T-H. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, my goodness, uh, LinkedIn, same name. And you can find probably about, if you look deep enough, about you know, 700 videos of wine and spirit reviews uh, that are from all over the planet. And I'm going to tell everybody, we are working on, we won't give all the details yet because we're going to make it an exclusive in January. But through 2023, we are working on something big to work together at events that you don't have to be Jewish with Cindy, the Jewess Patriot, and Yehoshua Worth. We are going to talk about wines and liquors and having events so that everybody can find what they like, the price range they want to spend, and making sure that everybody knows that drinking wine and liquors is not a luxury but it is a uh, it's something you could do routinely and enjoy and appreciate. Happy Hanukkah and whatever holiday you celebrate, it should be joyous and healthy with your family. And you too, you'll be back on the Jewess Patriots soon. Thank you so much. Shelton from the Kellen Co. Morning Show right here on the Real Talk Radio Network, 93.3, the voice of freedom. You are listening to the Jewish patriot, Cindy Gross. Of course, her show airing every Sunday, 4 p.m. right here on the Real Talk Radio Network. However, every Tuesday, Cindy joins the Kellen Co. Morning Show at 7.30. So you can always get uh, latest news and notes from Cindy on Tuesdays at 7.30. And of course, right here this hour, 4 p.m. every Sunday on the Real Talk Radio Network. So without further ado, I give you Miss Cindy Gross, the Jewish Patriot. And we welcome you back to the Cal and Co. Morning Show. It's the Real Talk Radio Network. Dan Strauss behind the board today. Cal Brazil here. My name Drew Shelton. And on a Tuesday morning at this time, we always like to talk to Miss Cindy Gross. She is the Jewish Patriot. Cindy, good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to all of you. 
It's so good to be joined by by you, of course. And, you know, I saw your piece uh, recently here on the Manhattan talking about Hakeem Jeffries and how he, he doesn't sing I Love New York. So what's going on there? Yeah, what don't we well, know about this? I, okay, you know what? The mainstream media, even the right wing, a lot of them are ignoring the fact that Hakeem Jeffries really isn't this wonderful, moderate, peace-loving uh, person who's going to lead bipartisan uh, leadership in the House. He is far from it. Maybe at one point when he started, it was a different time for the Republicans and Democrats, but certainly not recently. And the biggest um, thing that people should know about him is that he was one of the leaders of the uh, Hands Up, Don't Shoot uh, <laughs> movement campaign regarding Michael Brown shooting in Ferguson that actually that took place in 2015, um, 2015 and that when the Department of Justice uh, actually investigated and did a report, they found the facts were not true about it, and he read this on the House floor. And that is very telling about his personality, where his allegiances are going to lie. It's not lying with the black and Hispanic and Asian and other minorities who are struggling in areas where they have failing schools. After all, Randy Weingarten is one of the biggest supporters of Hakeem Jeffries and congratulated him with glowing praise immediately after the announcement of his appointment. And uh, he doesn't support law enforcement and defunding police and probably uh, a lot of the issues that concern us. Of course, he will support an Iran nuclear deal, which is something that uh, scares not just people who support Israel, but all Americans, and fear where we're heading into a World War Three. Yeah, and, you know, he's coming under fire right now, too, because of he, he it's, and we see this all the time. The left can completely deny the election results of, of 2016 and say that uh, Donald Trump was not the legitimate preg- uh, president, pregnancy, uh, legitimate presidency. He wasn't the, the rightful holder of, of that office. But then Swing it back around to 2020, and it's, oh, my gosh, it's conspiracy theory left and right, and, and you don't know what you're talking about, and that election wasn't stolen, and on and on and on and on down the line when it's the other way around. So another point that's very important for everybody who's listening, this is for all Americans, not just Republicans. As you're getting estimates of heating bills in your homes, Hakeem Jeffries opposes the Keystone Pipeline and would rather work with Joe Biden on helping Venezuela make money on uh, uh, our, you know, oil and heat and all that kind, you know, everything tied to that. Wow. No, I I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's really unfortunate just the way it's kind of just gone down. But uh, Cindy, going on today, Election Day again down there in Georgia. Do you have any thoughts on that this this Tuesday? Well, I am going to warn Americans that their 2023 New Year's resolution, young or old, urban, suburban, learn all the facts locally in your area of who is running your board of elections, who are your county leaderships, and everything in 2023 is tied to local elections. Those are ones you have better control of than the national ones. Instead of focusing on the past, which we'll never be able to 
to, you know, fix or complete the way we want, focus on the future. Cindy, I don't know if you, uh, how often you have an opportunity to listen, but we had Joe Hoft from the Gateway Pundit on yesterday, and he talked about something going back to uh, last Friday. We had an interview with Jay Valentine, who was talking about how in some of these elections, we're seeing things <clears throat> like where they will switch the zip codes. So the address is fine. They just switch the zip code only from the uh, ballot offices so that those ball- uh, election ballots are never making their way. And then after an election, they switch them back. Did you catch any of that? Are you familiar with that story? I am very familiar with all these kind of situations. In fact, I am participating later today in New York uh, in regard to a rally in support of Lester Chang, two assembly seats, coincidentally, and I'll be writing this up, that are in districts that are at least one-third of a Jewish population, since I am the Jewish activist, and with uh, other minorities in them that supported Republicans overwhelmingly. They are trying everything they can in Albany, the Democrat leadership, to overturn these elections and uh, change those seats back to Democratic rule, even though Republicans won. And that's what I am talking about when I say local elections count. Mm -hmm. These are the people that you could work with and have power with on a daily basis. And a lot of these people end up running for national office. So people that start with assemblymen that end up congressmen and senators, you're at a big advantage to have your voice and your issues heard. Because... The best gift you can give yourself is the gift of knowledge. Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. Somebody Mm -hmm. on our app, Cindy, says they love your accent. (laughs) (laughs) Cindy, I'm sure you've seen the CDC saying 44 out of 50 states, you know, the triple-demic, everything's on the rise, and some states want to go back to lockdowns and, you know, have these mandates back in place. Are there anything like that happening in New York? My aunt, she lives on the east side. Of course it's side. happening in New York. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what's going on up there? <laughs> so let me just tell you, since Election Day in November, from the day after on, I have been also in discussions with people in the real estate business, people who are involved with the local government, and they are talking about the request to, for house sales, mm. the uh, parlor meetings, about people looking to work with real estate people in other states to rebuild their communities elsewhere where the cost of living and crime is not so prevalent. I can tell you I am invited to a lot of holiday parties in New York City that I would really love to go to, but I'm not going to because I it is not worth it for me to go into Manhattan to uh, to look at the disgusting streets with garbage all over it, homeless people, drug people, and fear my life for possible crime. Mm. Not to mention the cost. Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. We can hear you every Tuesday at 7.30 here on our network, but every Sunday at 4. Central Center time, you have your own show, so we look forward to checking that out this week, and we thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. Thank you so much for having me, and everybody... Remember, your knowledge is your power. Use it wisely. Very well said. All right, Cindy, thank you so much. We appreciate you. This is Cindy Gross, the Jewess Patriot. I look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for watching the Jewish Patriot Show with Talk Radio's premier Jewish activist, Cindy Gross. 
Be sure to download Cindy's next program, as well as previous ones available internationally on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and in Israel on Jewish Podcasts. See you next time on the Jewish Patriot Show.